having a great 2019 so far, and all of their dreams are coming true. Just great. Wait, is that what happens in the new year? Your dreams come true? All of your dreams come true within the first two weeks. I feel like if that's a Disney resolution. Well, if they don't, then just start over because you're screwed. <laughs> it's just not going to happen for you. So just move on to 2020, give up on 2019, start eating Twinkies and Ding Dongs, and uh, become a fat piece of shit. Anyway. Eating Ding Dongs in 2019. <laughs> Eat Ding Dongs. Hang on. Good. I got that out of the way early. That's the name of the show tonight. Eating Ding Dongs in 2019. All right. Actually, we Showtime. Actually, when we were in South Carolina at my in-laws, uh, they had ding-dongs. Did they? Like, I don't even know what a ding-dong is. Just... Is it like, is that the one with the coconut? Like, it's like a, it I looks thought like a they did. It... I, I think it's like a cupcake. Oh, a you might be right. chocolatey cupcake. You might be right. Again, if only we had something like the, I'm, I'm hesitant to search ding-dongs in my Google. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to see what the image search comes up. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a, a chocolate cupcake with a cream filling. It's just getting worse. I like how the dictionary description, the dictionary definition is a silly or foolish person. So not either of the two things we were thinking. Okay, I Ding see. Ding-dong. Yeah, that's that, that's definitely not what I what I was thinking of. That's what a ho ho is? Huh. What's a ho ho? A ho ho is basically. Ho ho's and ding dongs. Ho ho's and ding dongs. A ho ho is uh, like a roll. Well, just search it, but it's a it's a rolled up version. Uh, similar oh, to like, it's a, like a I Swiss guess cake a, roll. Like a Swiss cake roll, exactly. Is that what it's called? Yes, Swiss cake. Man, roll. those are fucking good. I haven't had one of those in a long time. You know, I have someone who I think listens to this cast occasionally who I believe delivers these kinds of things. We should have him on. He could go... He could do some super deep cuts on... He delivers uh, his ding-dongs. He delivers ding-dongs every single day. No, he. I think he works for, like, Pepsi or Frito-Lay, so he he just goes to, like, convenience stores. I think he does that. I don't know what he does. I haven't talked to him in person in a long time, but I'm pretty wait, sure wait, that's wait. what he still does. He delivers Pepsi. Does Pepsi own ding-dongs? Or Hostess? I don't know. I'm making an assumption. Let's see. So you think he just delivers snack foods along with? Wait, does he fill like vending machines or what? No, what do you mean? it's no. He does. He does. I'm pretty sure his run is is gas stations. Like he goes to gas stations, okay. convenience stores, and ding dong you know, can be found at gas stations. I know that, but he'll, he'll know, take. I'm like, confirming your story. Oh well, I I, I understand, but I if can I confirm that he has ever delivered a ding dong? I don't know. Okay. It could be a ding-dong dumb thing. I don't know. So you don't know about his ding-dong delivery? I don't know about anything about his ding-dong or his ho-hos. But uh, I do know that, <laughs> that last I talked to him, he was he was, he did, he was beverage delivery, and I'm pretty sure he did snacks as well. It's not relevant. Uh, Is really it not? not Are we sure? <laughs> I mean, it's relevant to what we're actively Super talking relevant. about. But in the long-term grand scheme of things, it is not relevant. So... Wanted to start off the show tonight uh, because we don't really have much on the topic list, so we're just gonna we're gonna do, do some freestyle here, some expansion, make it longer, make it go. Um, one make thing the that ding I can, longer. make the ding dong longer, make the ho ho go. One thing I can definitely talk about, probably for the entire hour if I wanted to, although I will not, is uh, oh boy, the natty that is uh, the national championship game two nights ago. So why do you call it the natty? That's just that's what just your calls personal it. preference. 
Does it's everyone call it that, or does you? I haven't heard it called the natty, other than or you. Or does you? The natty. Well, we, well, Grammar King here. Um, no, a lot of people call it the natty. The shirt said, like, we're going to the natty, or we won the, the natty. What you do after the natty was a big thing I saw on Instagram and Snapchat with some of my friends who went. I actually had a handful of friends who went to the game. I could have gone, theoretically. But when I first looked at tickets, they were like 750 bucks, and... Wait, you're talking about tickets to the game or plane tickets to the location to, of the game? Tickets to the game. That's why I'm saying I could have gone, because it was in the Bay Area. It's, tickets from Denver to most places are not that pricey, and the Bay Area is one of them. 200 Yeah, I could have gotten there for 2 250 But tickets were 750 If tickets were like 2 250 for the game and plane ticket, you know, then I'm all in for 1000 after travel and hotel. It's a lot. It's a lot, but I could do it. I yeah, I know you to. could do it for the natty. I could have done it for the natty. I would have done <laughs> did it. Did it all for I, the natty? What? The natty? The natty. Yeah, do it all for the natty. I did it all for the natty. What? The natty. Anyway. That's what I just said. Oh, I didn't know you were singing. So you could it. get that patty. So I could get that patty? What? Never mind. Double um, patties? Doesn't it rhyme in the, that, uh, I did it all terrible... for the nookie? So you could get my cookie Come and on. stick it up your ass, I think is what they say. I don't know what they say. <laughs> the song never made sense lyrics. to me. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't make sense. Because it doesn't make sense. I don't know sense. what the lyrics are, but I thought it was so I could get that cookie and stick it up your yeah. And That's stick what it up I your... always heard. I thought I'd stick it up your ass and stick it up your ass. <laughs> but it's always, I'm thinking the radio version, which is probably, which is almost certainly if it is in fact ass, bleeped out. And so I never really knew what it was. It was just stick it up your right. Okay, Here, here go. I've got the lyrics. <laughs> Hang on, let's fill uh, everyone in. What's the name of the song and who's the artist? Uh, this is by the Limp Biz Kit. Indeed. That's Everyone's a phonetic favorite. pronunciation. You've heard of yes. them. Yes. Yeah, of course. Uh, okay, so we weren't we weren't wrong actually. I won't oh. I won't go in the verses because no one gives a no fuck. No one but cares. No, just the I did it all for the nookie. Come on, the nookie. Come on, so you can take that cookie and stick it up your yeah, stick it up your yeah, stick it up your yeah. Those wow. are the actual lyrics. I mean, here the scariest part is is uh, what was that guy's name? What was the lead singer's name? Fred Durst. Durst. Fred, Fred Durst. Durst had to sit down with his bandmates and say, "All right, guys, I got some lyrics here. Check this out. What do you think?" And they all had to agree. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I think so, that'll work. Okay, it's it's under the Universal Music Publishing Group, um, and it has. Let's see, one, two, three, oh, number four, of writers. five <laughs> songwriters listed. Well, to be fair, we didn't go deep into the verses. I assume that's for the music, yeah. But I, I, mean, I don't think that's know. just straight lyrics. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't I, think the music is that song, or that song is that complex musically either. Definitely but... not, no. But a bit more um, complicated than nookies and cookies and sticking them places. And that still doesn't make man, any sense. That I cannot believe that was... I feel like that song was probably like number one too. Oh, gigantic! I mean, metal, new metal, or whatever it was called. That was, I mean, that's one of the Godfather type songs of that genre. Limp Biscuit is one of those bands that define that genre, and that new was new metal. And new so, metal. Yeah, or rap Doing metal, it all whatever for it's the, called. Well, definitely, new is one of the terms. Yeah, N U dash metal. We don't need we don't yes. need more background on Sorry, that. Sorry, I was just just that album went seven times platinum. Of course. Which is insane considering it 
Oh, it was just <laughs> a brief time capsule. Nookie went to number 80 on the Billboard Hot 100 and was on the chart for 11, week, 11 weeks. Uh, number three on the Alternative Songs chart, which is clearly something that existed in 1999, but I'm sure it does not, not exist anymore. anymore. Right. Uh, Nookie went to number one on MTV's Total Request Live many times during the summer of 1999. Yeah, Who did. put that shit in Wikipedia? <laughs> <laughs> a Who huge Limp Biscuit fan, obviously. <laughs> to Total Request Live. A huge Limp Biscuit fan and a huge Carson <laughs> Daly fan. That's who put it in there. Oh my god. Former host of Total oh, it, Request Live. It was it, that song was nominated for uh Best Hard Rock Performance, but it lost to Metallica's Whiskey in the Jar, which I am not familiar with that song, but I don't know that one either. It's probably also terrible. Metallica jumped the shark about twenty five years ago, so Really anyway, good since then. Okay. Oh, author uh, Dave Holmes wrote that Nookie is terrible, yet the kids ate it up. Good old Dave Holmes. <laughs> I remember Dave Holmes. So, okay. I trust his opinion. Oh, this is someone who writes for Stereo Gum. Yeah. That's not the author of the song. I thought it was the person who wrote the song. No, no, no. As, I think as I we know said, who Dave were... Holmes is. He was a he was a VJ for a while. Was he not? Look up Dave Holmes. Uh, See, he was a DJ. I don't know. I don't care. Hang on, I I do well. We've gone this far with fucking Limp Biscuit, so I think Dave Holmes is who I'm thinking it is. Yeah, he said. Aside yeah, from the infantile lyrics, the awful rapping, and the yelling, it's really not that bad of a song. So aside from everything, <laughs> so aside from the part you have to listen to, it's not that yeah. bad. <laughs> Dave Holmes, an American writer, producer, and television personality, who gained national attention as the runner-up on MTV's first "Wanna Be a VJ" contest contest in 1998. Because he lost to that heroin addict guy, <laughs> Jesse. Jesse, who they had we to give a contract to, uh, yeah, I for like a year, and then he died or something. So, yeah, damn. I th- we were actually talking about Jesse at my work, probably wow. a year or so ago. Oh, okay. I don't remember that we were just talking about. Remember that guy? And I, I think he like was previously homeless and then went back to being homeless or some sort of addiction. I can Wouldn't only surprise me at suspect. all. I kind of hope he is. I absolutely hated that guy. He was just an obnoxious ass. I assume he's dead. I don't know if he is or not, but I'm, I'm assuming he's dead. He's uh, got to be. If he wants to come on the pod, we will interview him, though. No, we will not. <laughs> I, we will I'll, not do a, I'll do a pre-recorded interview with Jesse if he wants to come Okay. On. Sadly, according to Wikipedia, he's not dead. Um Let's see, personal life. On July 19, 2018, he was reported missing by his sister to the Riverside Police Department. Been out of contact, for about, out of contact with the family for about a week, which is unusual behavior for him. He was later seen in Fontana when a bike patrol officer made a pedestrian check on Jesse Camp outside of a Sherwin-Williams store just before his sister reported him missing. So, yeah, he's homeless again. So, good for him. Drug addicts, remaining drug addicts. He was just—he was so obnoxious. Like there was nothing redeeming about him, at all. And the fucker got his own TV show, as I recall. If I'm not mistaken. He also had an album. Apparently, the album sold 2,600 copies in its opening week, which sure I can't tell if that's not 26. No, I can't tell if that's way too many or far too few. Way, I mean, it's definitely way, way too, too many. many. But I'm—I don't know if that was a lot at the time or not. Yeah, Jesse and the 8th Street Kids. Kids, of course, <laughs> spelled with a Z, everybody. 
Because there you ain't know, no other way to spell kids. You know what other kids are spelled with a Z? Kids Bop Kids. Kids Bop? Yeah. You would know that. Yes, I, I do. Not. My children love Kids Bop. I don't even know what that is. Is that like the new... It's basically like... Uh, Barney? Whatever, 8 to 12 year olds covering popular music hits. <gasps> so, like, they cover... For example. Drake's In My Feelings. Okay. Or any other... Radio R. Song. Kelly's in the closet. Yeah, I got you. Mm, R. Kelly's no. not doing so hot these days, but uh, <laughs> he's got his own show on. Right, rightfully on so. Um, or whatever, yeah. But uh, they cover Cardi B. It's interesting because <laughs> they have to make some uh, lyrical choices <laughs> since the performers are children. Of course they do. Yes. <laughs> so they have some creative uh, rewordings. I mean, all those song, all the pop songs have like radio versions yeah. and they do that but even some of that content is like they don't do any obviously like sexually suggestive con- content or anything so they they mix some of that up I mean change the lyrics I can't I think s- of a good I example unfortunately not. but yeah okay <laughs> trust so me listen to the kids Bob they're on volume 39 oh my god <laughs> there's a lot of them <laughs> so that's like uh they put out two to three a year What's that other say. one? M- music Now. Is that the one? Yeah, that it's basically, it's a similar thing, but just performed by kids. By kids. For kids, by kids. Interesting. Okay. And so, yeah. my kids love it. Kids Bop, big sponsor of the pod here tonight. I have to say, they got some bangers on Kids Bop. Do they? <laughs> oh, some yeah. Some real street bangers? <laughs> That's good. Hitting all the crowds. Like it's it. interesting because I've listened to some of those and I'm like, this is a pretty good song. And they hear the actual song. I was like, oh, yeah. That makes sense. They just covered it, but I, but I'm more familiar with the the children's singing version. Oh my of God. It. <laughs> so it good. sounds odd that... to me with the actual. Yeah, well, no, that singing. way, if you find yourself singing it, you'll at least sing the clean version in front of your children. That's probably a good choice on on, uh, on your part there. Anyway. anyway, all right. Enough about kids, Bob. Enough about Jesse Camp. What are we talking about? A, oh, the natty. A nookie, a nookie deep dive. How the hell do we go from the natty? <laughs> Because I asked you if you did it all for the natty, oh, so you I did could get that patty okay. stick it Jesus. up your ass. <laughs> anyway, um, so the game was Monday night. Clemson won forty-four to sixteen. They just manhandled Alabama. Alabama scored sixteen points in the first eight minutes, and then did not score for the last forty minutes of the game, which is pretty much domination. So that was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I'd say the first quarter felt close. The first quarter most, was very exciting. Most of the first quarter. Very exciting. And then the rest of the game, not so much. Yeah, I mean... Well, I don't know. It was... No. It, I mean, the second half, like, I'd say... The second half was slow. Qu- end of the third quarter, you're like, this game's over, but... Well, no, there was no uh, scoring in the fourth quarter, so obviously you're right. Well, yeah, the fourth over. quarter was garbage, but um, yeah. I just mean, like, there were a couple of times, and you're like, eh, Alabama could score again, because they were on the... I felt like the two-inch yard line 27 times... They got Clemson to the red zone three times and yeah, repeatedly stuffed said, them. None of that bullshit. They tried to fake a punt. That did not <laughs> work out well. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was a major fail. Here, here's the best part about that fake punt, and that everyone's talking about that. I, I only have a couple comments. I don't want to bore everybody with my deep commentary of this game. But on the fake punt, the play was, we'll snap it to the punter, who is generally the holder on a field goal, who is you know, six feet, 175 pounds, soaking wet. And then 
the kicker runs up, acts like he's going to kick it, obviously. The punter, Charlie Browns him, pulls the ball away. And so the kicker now becomes the lead blocker. The kicker also six feet, 175 pounds. So you have a six foot, 175 pound guy running straight into the line, blocking for the punter, who's probably fucking terrified, who's the same size. And that it was fourth and six. It wasn't like it was fourth and inches. Yeah, he got tackled by like a lineman too. Like he got he, tackled by a big yeah. motherfucker. It wasn't. There were like... only four <laughs> linemen up front. There were seven guys back because we because Clemson knew they were going to be doing the fake punt. It was just a terribly designed play. Normally, you'd have the punter catch it and like try to throw a pass or something. Like have the receiver on. Yeah, one yeah, ends, that's what I usually edge. see is them ladder like throw a slant route out or something. Yeah, on a play that long, I mean. Again, if it was fourth and one or fourth and, and inches, yeah, I don't get the get going. I mean, guy. I guess you, I guess at that point they sort of had to go for it because they were so far behind. But that's uh, fine. But go for it with a play that might work. Like that's that's not working in any universe ever. Well, I will say if they if he had hit the hole, like he might have gotten he might have gotten four yards. I don't know if he could have gotten six. Okay, though. congratulations. <laughs> Same result. Maybe they, were, maybe they were just pissed off at the punter, like, we're going to fucking destroy yeah, this guy. he's going to get nailed. I mean, you could see it the second he caught the ball. They were, the fear of God was in his eyes. I watched the replay several times. He was just like, oh, shit, here we go. This is going to hurt a lot. And I'm sure it did. Put on that second set, second set of uh, shoulder pads in the back yeah, brace. And I'll... Exactly. I'll hold stomach this guard, whatever. I don't know, something to save his ribs. Um, so that was a that was a great play. That was a great stop. Again, they literally got in the in the red zone three times, and we stopped them all three times. Which is, I mean, for Alabama, that may have happened three times this season that they got that close and didn't score. In all in all seriousness, I never actually saw a stat on that, but I bet that's probably true. Um, so for us to do that three times in one game is pretty impressive. The other com- the only other real comment that I had, and I'll let you talk for eight seconds say whatever you want to about the game but is watching the press conferences afterwards was was pretty interesting i obviously being in mountain time i was able to stay up very late and watch all the post-game coverage the alabama players specifically to you, you were able to huh well the game ended after midnight on the I, east coast I know. so that's something you wanted to do though like i never yes the oh press conferences anytime like anytime the lakers <laughs> won a championship or obviously this is now the second time clemson's won the natty both times, I stay up and watch all that shit. You just want to revel in the celebration. But anyway, obviously they also showed the press conference of the losing team. And uh, Tua Tagovailoa, the quarterback for Alabama, who I'd, you know, I, I had respect for. He had a great season. He was runner-up in the Heisman. Gave the most jackass answer. Someone asked them, <laughs> you know, basically, what was it that, that caused you guys to lose? Were you, were you not prepared for the defense? The defense seemed to stifle you guys several times. And he basically said, this is not verbatim, this is an exact quote, but he basically said, he's like, they didn't sh- they didn't really show us anything different. It wasn't anything they did. We just didn't execute on offense. I was like, really? That's I was like, first of all, bullshit. I agree. You didn't execute on offense. <laughs> but to say they didn't do anything you hadn't seen all season, you've been running up the score on everybody all year long. So they clearly did some shit you weren't ready for or you didn't plan for or you couldn't adjust for. So he basically just gave them no credit for being the the far superior team. And I was just like, fuck you. Hope you get injured again, which he's been getting injured all year. So fuck him. I don't care now what he does. <laughs> that is uh, interesting because, uh, I mean, they might not have executed on a few things, but I would say the defense smothered them several times. Of course. Of course. This, I mean, again, the Alabama run game was, was actually very stout. 
Everything else was not. Except for that one pass to Judy for their first touchdown. Their passing game was not good. Obviously, Tua threw a couple picks. Um, and, uh, again, I, their, their run game was good, but not when it needed to be. Like, they got big chunks of, of yardage getting down to that red zone, but then who cares? You can have a 90-yard drive. If you can't go the last 10 yards, it doesn't matter. So, um, yeah, I mean, and, and, and that that sort of an answer, you know, Nick Saban, who's a, just a jerk-off, was <laughs> giving his usual boring <clears throat> responses to. But that's that was kind of the sentiment that all the Alabama players that I saw getting interviewed had. And then, of course, Cle- and I get it, they're pissed off. I mean, that's a given. But on the flip side, Clemson, you know, the first thing Dabo said when he was interviewed is he gave credit to Alabama as a good team. They were very, It was very humble. He was very excited, clearly. Yeah. He was very humble in his responses. And same thing with all the players were very humble and, and, you know, talked about how, you know, no one expected them to do it. No one really thought they could do it. They were the ones that, that believed in themselves. And obviously it worked out well for us. So, um, but obviously very exciting. I wore all my Clemson gear to work both Monday and Tuesday. And one of my coworkers, Tuesday I wore like sweatpants and just a Clemson t-shirt and hat. My coworkers like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, you look, I might never, <laughs> yeah, I have a pretty lax dress code at work. No, but isn't it like 30 degrees there? Oh, I, I mean, I when I rode out on my bike, I was wearing normal yeah, yeah. gear, but just walking I'm around just the office, your, I have a t-shirt. Your office is warm enough that you can yeah, yeah rock a t-shirt? I always keep a, a pullover and a, and a hoodie there, too, just in case I get chilly. And I threw that on for some portion of the day. But, um, but yeah, my coworkers are like, you know, why are you dressed like a, a bum? Or like it's Saturday. I'm like, look, I know it's happened twice since I've worked here, but it might never happen again. Like, it's a very <laughs> rare thing. It's one day. No one cares. People dress like bums around here anyway, so what difference does it make? So, well, they have uh, the uh, the Lion King quarterback fellow. He'll be back, right? Long hair McGee. What's his name? The Lion King. It's Trevor Lawrence. Why are you calling him the Lion King? I don't know. Just oh. because he has a mane of hair. His flowing I mean, mane. Yes, indeed. Uh, Ricky and I were just calling him Mike the whole game, so I didn't know his actual name. Was. Yeah, you mentioned that to me. Um, after our friend, Mike Lockard. Yeah, shout out to Mike. I, I can't picture Mike with that kind of hair, but if he and when Trevor hair Lawrence... in high school. It wasn't that straight. It wasn't that, yeah, it wasn't that Fabio-ish, but <laughs> if and when Trevor Lawrence ever cuts his hair, I'll, I'll, I'll get a real glimpse into what Lockard looked like, or may look like. The true doppelganger there. He's probably a bit taller than Mike, but fair enough. Um, yeah, so Mike anyway, said I, he's half my age and like four to five inches taller than me. Right, right. Other than that, we're exactly to, the same. <laughs> and soon to be far richer, but that's okay. But um, no, my point is, will he not be returning next year? He's, I mean, he's only 18, Yeah, he's a freshman. Right, he's got, he has two more years. But I'm just saying, it's very hard to win the national championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, certainly clearly, I hope he, he wins clearly Clemson one. and Alabama have set up a bit of a dynasty. To use oh, the yeah. English pronunciation, it, it's, it's I, meaning rivalry. that the team feel like they're obviously getting good recruits. Yes. They're set up to be a contender for a while, I would say, at least in the top ten. Yes, specifically Clemson, because the ACC competition has just gotten worse and worse. So, you know, the I mean, to be honest, to be fair, Alabama has a lot more opportunities to kind of trip up because playing SEC competition every year for seven, eight games, whatever it is, is, is tougher. It's tougher to run the table. And nowadays they, in the playoff format... the strength of schedule to some degree, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, of course. But um, but again, nowadays, 
you pretty much have to run the table to make it into the Final Four for the playoff. I mean, you don't you don't have to have to. Obviously, Oklahoma did not, but you can have maybe one trip up, but you got to win everything else, and it's just it's tough to do. It's very tough to do. It's not like it's not the same as a, a dynasty, as you called it. Excuse me, in basketball, um, like Villanova has won two of the last three championships, and but you can lose games in basketball. You can lose several games. I mean, then you just have to get to the tournament and win five in a row. Um, but that's that's a different that's a different thing. So anyway, so yeah, very exciting. Obviously, I was I was extremely tired yesterday. I actually fell asleep on the couch last night, at like nine o'clock. Woke up at midnight. I was like, oh man. Why were so you so tired? So. You, you told me you were tired. I, I didn't follow why. Were you were you running around during the game or just? Uh, well, that too. Doing, but again, I doing stayed up. dances every time they scored, which would wear you out. I assume. I, I was. Too many points. <laughs> this could lead to an entire other conversation. I was trying to floss every time we scored. I was like, oh, <laughs> flossing on them. Which, if you ever saw a video of that, it's quite hilarious because I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. But um, but no, it's because I was up. I was up to like twelve thirty, one o'clock, watching all the pressers and and all the post game coverage, and then I got up at six a.m. with the dog, and I was watching more pre- post game coverage. So it was just tiring. That's all. Makes sense. How Sorry. are you? Uh, um, since you're laughing publicly, I mean, how are you with the floss? Uh, I assume not both good. Of my nieces know how to floss. <laughs> uh, no, not not really. Your uh, elder dental niece. Care. I just your remember. elder niece is a. She has some of her father's rhythmic uh, ability oh, or lack thereof. Oh. So, so she's screwed in that. In dancing that is okay. not her strong suit. She basically she uh, kind of shapes shakes her hips back and forth and moves her arms, but hasn't, as far as I can tell, hasn't gotten the patterning down correctly. But it okay. sort of looks like she's doing the right thing. So she's like, "That's, That's good a enough." <laughs> Just like uh, her father. The younger one hasn't hasn't attempted flossing, to my knowledge, okay. but. She might be better at it. Who knows? You should have them try it out. Put it on, uh, put it on Instagram stories. I want to see if they can floss better. I'm sure they can. I'm terrible at it. Better than yes. It's, it's an unnatural sort of motion, I think, if you're over it's the age of 30. It's very bizarre. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it. I cannot do it. But, your, your but I was arms attempting are, it. It's, adults, I think, just you just don't feel flexible enough Like for some reason. Uh, maybe that's a... I don't know. I think you have to have like extra cartilage or something. I mean, also, to be so fair, make, I've never tried it. to learn, because I think it's far more entertaining to just make pathetic attempts and let everyone laugh at me, but um, but yes, I was doing a lot of flossing on him. Does your sure. fiancé floss? No, she just laughs at me whenever I attempt to do it. <laughs> Has and she tried funny. it? Have you not, no, have you not she's dared never tried. her to try? No, she doesn't care. Um, <laughs> but it's funny, too, because I'll get up and start doing it, during the game at least, and, and Stella will come up wondering what's going on, and she'll jump up and, you know. <laughs> bite your hands. <laughs> yes, bite my hands and growl at me. So clearly I'm doing something wrong if my own dog is growling at me. But in any event, so that's why I was so fatigued. Um, so yeah, it's I weird because know... I don't – sorry, just <laughs> to double yeah, yeah. back on the flossing. I don't think the motion is that complicated, but it, I think you – I think it's actually easier to do if you're not really thinking about what you're doing, if you're just kind of swinging your arms back and forth. That's probably true. That's probably true. Because um, when you try to think about it, you're like, so my hips go this way, my arm goes up, and then this one goes in the front, and then the other one – but. I think it's just if you just sort of do it with your arms, then maybe tomorrow I'll ask some of my younger coworkers because I do have <laughs> many millennial coworkers. I'll, I'll ask them to teach me how to floss. This is not a good idea unless we'll you want to a... lose respect at your job. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, 
I don't think we discussed it on the pod, but I did wear a sweater dress to a Christmas party two years ago. So, <laughs> so that, that stage out has the, been out set. The window. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, there was never a chance of me getting any respect, let's be honest. Um, but um, anyway, so so you, you getting back to the game, just kind of wrap this up. You did watch the game, I heard? I did watch the game. Did I you was... watch the semifinal, by the way? The game against um, Notre Dame? I watched a little bit of that one. Was that the day you were flying? back the 29th it was that Saturday oh yeah we actually were flying back because I watched some of it on my phone okay and they they had that one in hand yeah that one was locked up pretty early on yeah like I think the game was ending while we were at the airport in Charlotte so I see I was like yeah we're good and then the Alabama game I think was a little more challenging but sure for them but clearly they were the inferior team so it didn't matter indeed so you did watch it. That's uh, I assume those were the first two Clemson games you watched all year. Yes. Yeah. That's what I I'll watch them if they're in the uh, CFPB eight nine seven. There's like six words in there. If they're Hopefully in the not the CFPB, that's a uh, federal government regulation. If they're in the agency. CFP NG or something. College Probably football. NC what is playoff it? national championship? That yeah, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. If they're in, if they're in the semifinals or the finals, I'll. Gotcha. If they're in the semifinals, I'll maybe watch it. If they're in the finals, I usually watch it because there's nothing else on TV for the most part. Ladies and gentlemen. Actually, the Blazers were on the same it. night, so I was sort of flipping back and forth. Oh I was watching God. the Blazers on my phone. <laughs> well, by that point, miss... it was the game was pretty much over. Can't miss regular season game number thirty-eight. <laughs> Got to catch that for the Blazers. You never know. It could really. Well, I the care season. more about that than. Of course you do. Then uh, some twenty-year-olds beating the shit out of you each watch, other on, on the field. You watch, you know, ninety, hopefully ninety-plus Blazers games a year. You you can't forego that for one college football game. It's, I'm it's watching fun. a Blazer game right now. I'm sure you are. I knew they tipped fifty-six <laughs> minutes ago. I'm all, I'm, I'm aware. I know what's going on. I mean, on. luckily they're playing the Bulls. They should have a bigger lead than they do, but they're up by eight. Yeah, the so. bulls are terrible. And that concludes I, I, sibling dribblings. I <laughs> wasn't worried about it because the uh wait, just to jump into sibling dribblings. Are oh, you Jesus uh Christ. Yes. Are you happy that the Lakers are doing crappy without LeBron or Um what, I mean I don't, don't want I, I don't want to see them do poorly. I guess the answer if I if it's a fill in the blank question, the answer is I'm not surprised. I sure, mean, he's good. He's the he's best good player. For, he's good for 25, 7 and 7. So you take that away from any team, it's going to be a struggle to fill in the gap with anyone that we have on the bench. So, especially, I mean, um, even more so with LeBron because say that again. Uh, he, I said even more so with LeBron because he, the way he plays, yeah. he has everyone sort of like defer to him. So, which annoys the shit out of me. But yes, that's happening a lot. Yeah, it's time. it's one of the things that. You know, there's some rumors that maybe younger players don't want to play to him because play, sorry, play to him. Yes, exactly. Don't want to play with him because it's not, it's less of a collaboration and more of like a secondary role around the great one or whatever you want to call him. So, so when he's out of the lineup, it's, I think it can be challenging for teams to sort of regroup a, because he's not usually out of the lineup for more than like two games. Right. And he sort of demands that you play his way 
all the time. So, Well, of course, the other thing that hurts the team is now the best defender on the opposing team can go somewhere else. So, and and whoever that defender is now defending is going to have a much tougher time than oh, they yeah, yeah. would. Gotcha. Um, because LeBron like takes Brandon both Ingram's the best defender and defender a lot of times double got teams. Two times got better. Got a lot better. Than, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but there have been some bright spots. Like Zubac has has played incredibly well. He's shooting like eighty nine percent from the field or some ridiculous number because he only shoots from you know three feet <laughs> two then. feet but, away. <laughs> um, but he had like a twenty and ten game, and he's been on the squad for a couple years now. He's killed it in summer league, but that doesn't necessarily translate. But it's finally it starting to translate for him on the big stage. So, very happy for that. What do you say? Said summer league doesn't mean anything. It sometimes doesn't, but Josh Hart also had a good summer league two summers ago, and later on that same season, the following season, he kind of broke out too. So I, I think it is an indicator. It's just not always necessarily the next year. It's, it means there's something good there. There's potential. It just takes time to develop for some of those guys, especially the super young guys. And I think we might have Josh talked Hart about this before. Player, but yeah, if you do great in summer league. Uh, great. You might be good. If you do poorly in Summer League, it's not a good sign. You're off the roster. Yeah, you're not on the <laughs> roster. <laughs> because Summer League is, is basically like the All-Star game. Like, how how many points can we score, and how can I show off my scoring ability slash handles slash dunks? I mean, there's a lot of that because, again, for those, for those end-of-the-bench guys, it's a tryout. It's a tryout to make at least the practice squad, if not the G League team, if not somehow make it you know, stay with the affiliation um, of, you know, whatever the, the, the team is that we're talking about. So, yeah, there's a lot of that, you know, I'm playing for myself. Um, but I don't know if you ever watched the, um, what am I trying to say? The Combine, but that's even worse. Like the Combine <laughs> is all the guys that are trying to get drafted, and that is, it's terrible. It's terrible basketball. It's not team basketball at all. It's just dribble down and, one pass and then a guy's isolating or taking a jump shot like they're desperately trying to and I get it you're trying to increase your draft stock it makes sense but it's it's unwatchable I've obviously I've watched it before because I'm commenting on it but I don't know how people sit there and watch it all day and you know God bless the scouts that sit there and take notes on that crap because the five on five is crap basketball I didn't realize they played like full 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 squad aside in the combine I thought they just did like all the Nope. Other stuff, because like they the football that combine, too. they don't do that, right? They just run, like yeah, football combines run just, little routes and yeah. stuff, and it's, it's all the, the forty and the metrics standing jump, and broad jump. Yeah, and they do that. They do that in the NBA too. They have the same thing. The forty, they have like a shuffle drill where you basically get down a defensive stance and go four directions or whatever. They have the the leaping ability, all that stuff, broad jump. But um, the biggest part of it is is the wait, broad five. jump is one of the things they have. Like a stand, like, yeah, you stand and then see how far you can jump. And they That's measure, weird. you know, they measure the w- wingspan, all that shit. Yeah, I know they so did the, that. But... Yeah. The broad so jump seems weird. On... It's yeah. kind of pointless. Like, well, I mean, it doesn't seem like an NBA skill. Sense. Yeah. No. <laughs> can, can you stand like... flat footed at the, the free throw line and jump to the basket? It seems like something that you know that makes more sense when you did it in fourth grade for the presidential fitness award or whatever. Yeah. But they're you know these kids aren't that far removed from fourth or fifth grade, so 
I guess they're used are to... Are not far to removed? Is that what you said? They are not far removed, no. I mean, what's that, 10 years old? And these kids are usually 18, 19 years old, so we'll see. Um, half a lifetime away. Half a lifetime away. That's right. In any event, um, I wanted to give two quick updates, okay. and then I'll get an update from you. Okay. And then we'll do Name Your Price, and then we'll probably be at 97 minutes at that point, so we can <laughs> call it a putt. I'm looking ahead a little bit. but um, So I wanted to give a fireplace update. As we spoke last week, or on last week's pod, um, I was having an issue with the smell, the creosote smell coming out of my oh, fireplace. Right, right, right. I, I knew we, we talked had, about it, but I couldn't remember what the issue was. But yes. now I'm back in that place. Smell like and you're I had smoking. discovered, yes, and I had discovered that underneath my the grate in my fireplace was a thin steel board, if you will, ash receptacle. That I then picked up, and there is the hole, the ash receptacle. And then, as we further discussed, we recalled where it went down a little chute and went out the side of the house. Yes. So I went this past weekend. I went to my wood pile, which is on the side of my house. And I said, well, let me move all this wood to see where this little How door is. How much wood, so chuck, chuck. Yeah, I got you. Get, well, yes, indeed. So I can get all the ash out and get rid of the smell. I moved every single log. There's no door. There's no <laughs> exit point for this little receptacle. So No, there must be some sort of exit point. Um, there, There is not. So There's nothing on the side, like... Nope. You searched high and low on the... Brick. I looked everywhere. From the ground up. I mean, it wouldn't be up. That wouldn't make any sense at all. But yes, from the yeah, level where the fireplace way. is down, there's nothing. I looked on both sides of the chimney, obviously, or the, yeah, the chimney, and on the back side, which is where I thought it would be, and it was not there. So it was not that big of a waste of time. I needed to kind of reposition the logs anyway, so I put all the logs back in my log pile and went back inside and was kind of sweeping up the inside and... So I took a closer look. I think it's just a big pit. It's just a hole of... It's just a hole where you sweep in the ash, and then once it fills up, you just shovel you it out. Shop put it back in a, it out or something? Yeah. I mean, you could do that, but I, I would not do that. But you put it in a bucket or whatever. And do you not have a shop vac? I don't have a shop vac, no. I mean, I have a vacuum cleaner, but that would I'd have to empty it out seven no, times. I would, to get all this. You should get a shop vac. They're like 20 bucks. Yeah, but this would be the only thing I would need a shop vac for. Well, it's also good. They, they're they wet dry vac, so if you spill something, oh, I know. you just vacuum it up. Okay, so I could also have used it to... Yeah, for your water heater. Two incident. springs ago when my water heater exploded. Water heater. It woke me up. Yeah, that was fun times. <clears throat> um, so anyway, so that's the update. So I, but I Wait, didn't so like there's no update on the yeah. smoking in the boys' room situation? On the what? Your smoky... Smoky smoker, your it's, fireplace. It, so it still depends, smoke. but certain days, still when I get home, it smells like it smells smoky. And I I close the flue, which I think is the right thing to do, um, to prevent downdraft. And again, Wait, you I close the flue when when you're done. I closed it that day that I swept the whole thing out, which okay. was th- at least three or four days after the last fire. So there's certainly no chance of any smoke or whatever hanging around. So I, yeah, so I swept it all out, which I knew that <clears> I knew the, the the act of cleaning out the fireplace would make it a little smellier, and it did for a day or two, and then it went away. But like today, 
It had been a couple days since I'd even thought about it, but then today I got home and I was like, man, it kind of smells like smoky again. I don't, I don't Do know you have a, a cap on your chimney? Uh, multiple caps, yes. What do you mean multiple caps? For some reason, there's like three different holes where the smoke comes out, so I have multiple caps on my chimney. So do you have more than one fireplace? No. Huh. The other ones must be vents or something. I don't know. You should Could probably be. have someone come look at it. A chimney sweep? Yeah. Hi, governor! How you doing today? <laughs> a, a sooty man with a top hat. <laughs> come out Yes, indeed. I'm always hesitant to even think about that because I'm like, I don't want them walking through my house just leaving soot everywhere. Yeah, Fucking they, don't, smelly they don't actually look like that, but... I know, I assume not. I know, you mentioned that last week. You said it cost about 100 bucks. Knowing Denver inflation will probably be about 375 but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's probably could, still something that couldn't you hurt. You can ask them how much they charge. I think you should have someone look at it. But see, I don't even know what I want them to do. I just say, I hey, my house say, smells like smoke. Yeah, say I'm I'm getting a lot of smoke smell when we have a fire. I wanted you to take a look, see, inspect it, see if it needs to be cleaned. Usually, I think like most places, if you if they come, they they might charge you to come out, but if you like have them sweep, they might waive that fee or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it might yeah. be a hundred fifty dollars to get your chimney cleaned. Or $50 inspection, but they'll waive the $50 inspection if you do the other thing. I don't know. I'm that's the thing. That like, that's how they hook you in. Because it's like, if he's like, yeah, it needs to be clean, I'm not going to go, here's 50 bucks. I'm going to go, well, we'll do it, soot man. Take your little broom up the chimney and make it happen. How do they even do it? That's what I want to know. Like, what what, what are know. the tools of the trade? You, had, you said you had it done. Yeah, I know, but I wasn't there when they did <laughs> My wife oh, no. was there when they came out and did it. Like, are they Santa Claus in that shit up? Like, I think it's like a vacuum cleaner. A vacuum cleaner? I think they go up on the roof and, like... So they just get a shop vac? <laughs> yeah, basically. I don't know what they do. They I, they probably have a brush, and I think they... I think they have, like, a brush with a vacuum on it. They scrape yeah. the inside with that, and then they probably come and vacuum out the thing at the bottom. But I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I might do that. Dropping all kinds of coin here recently. <sighs> Which leads me to my second update. What a transition. So I had my I had my uh, third dentist appointment <clears throat> in seven weeks today to get my first ever crown. Never had a crown before. Ugh. What? Not a fan. Not a fan? Of having you have a, a crown? crown. I have two because I had to get... Oh. So if you want a horror story of a crown, <clears throat> I... Uh... Why not? I got one now. I'm a part of the team. I had to get, I I don't remember if it was one or two crowns. Basically, the crown is kind of gross. They like basically they grind, down your tooth. grind down the outside. I don't know how much of your tooth, make it into a yep. nub, and then put a plastic or probably porcelain cap around the outside of it. Cemented <clears> on, <throat> yes. So, but they typically they take an impression of your mouth because they the the porcelain thing they put in, they try to replicate your existing tooth. So they take Correct. a cast of your thing, they grind down your tooth, um, and then they put a temporary crown in for whatever, however long it takes for the, they send your little mold out to the lab and it comes back with the tooth that they glue the permanent one in. I'm assuming you have a temporary crown currently, or did they pre, pre-create your crown? 
Wrong and wrong. So they have um, one of those 3D modeling things on site. Oh, they printed it on site or something? So they did the cast with the with the gel or the silicone or silica or whatever. And then, and then they did the scanning thing, like with this virtual scanner. And then they made it right there. It took like 30 minutes. That's cool. It was anyway, right, it was in the same. It was in the same room as me. It was dope as shit. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, so they did not do that for me, but um, so I had a temporary crown, which was supposed to be on for I don't know, a few days or something. Sure. But uh, according to my dentist, this happens sometimes. Basically, grinding around the to- teeth or tooth caused it to like irritate the tooth and basically like. It was the most painful thing in the world. For some reason, like, I feel like it took, like, three weeks for my crown. I don't know if that's a normal time period. I mean, you oh got yours God. done in 30 minutes. This wasn't right. that long ago. This was probably, like, eh, getting close to 10 years. So maybe it, maybe it was a while ago. But, <laughs> um, it's a while, yeah. Um, I was taking, like... Uh, I was taking, like, ibuprofen every hour or so because it just oh, fucking... Wow painful as shit so it wasn't even like sensitivity or when you're eating it was just no it just always hurt and it was like so annoying um and the thing that really pissed me off is because i didn't have any pain in my tooth before they put the temporary crown on it basically her like grinding down the outside of my tooth yep sort of triggered this pain she's like yes that can happen sometimes she's like you probably need a root canal and i had not had a root canal so like, root canal sounds fucking terrifying because they, again, they go in with a smaller drill and just hollow out the inside of your tooth and fill it in with tooth cement or whatever. And then they put the crown on top of that. Yes. <clears throat> but that, I mean, at that point, I was just like, whatever, let's do it. And the the root canal was nothing because, I mean, they numb you up. You don't feel anything. Of and course. it was, it yeah. was, it took a few hours, I feel like, and it was uh, uncomfortable, like, just because right. they, you know, they prop your mouth open, but so yes. much better afterwards. Like when I went in, he's like, "Do you have sensitivity to to uh, temperature?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think so." And he like shot some like cold air, and I was like, "Oh my some god, air. that's super painful." Yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah. canned air, but like cold flavor. And he's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna need a root canal." So, but then he did it, and it was like pain free. I was like, "Oh my god, this is so much better." So that was my terrible experience with Crown. It took. It took uh, like what seemed like a month, and it cost me like three grand or something for the two root canals and the crowns. It was such a pain in the ass. I didn't have dental insurance at the time, or or I did have it, but it like we talked about this, like it maxes out at a certain yep. number. So maybe it was only like oh, and you'd 15, already used the max. Oh. It was only fifteen hundred or two grand, but <clears throat> that I had to pay out of pocket. But it was a shit ton of money, yeah. more than I wanted to ex- yeah. wanted to spend. Yeah, my insurance covered sixty percent of this procedure, so it was still like six hundred fifty bucks or seven hundred bucks or something. It's not, not inexpensive, but, um, but no, is it was uh, again the update for mine is for me is much more pleasant. Um, I mean, my mouth is still very sore, <laughs> and uh, from the I got Novocaine, no, I, got, or... I got a shitload of Novocaine because she did the first round. She came back in. She was like, "Are you numb?" And I was like, "No." Like it didn't do anything. She's like, "All right, let's go again." I think again. I, I told like, you when right. I had my had my filling. He's like, "Is your lip numb?" And I was like, eh, "Sort of." And he's like, "I'll give right. you another dose." Because I was like, "I don't know." It do- like he's like, "Can you feel your lip?" I was like, "Yeah, a little bit." Like it, I could feel yeah. that it was starting to kind of like the side of it was a little dead feeling, but like 
I could right. certainly feel the rest of my lip, and I don't. I I always want them to over novocaine because I of don't course. want that. Of course. I don't want I don't want to feel you drilling into my face. So yeah, numb the you shit and I, out for of obvious it, buddy. reasons. Yeah, you and I for obvious <laughs> reasons not afraid of needles. So I'm like, go ahead, stick some more needles in there. I don't care. I don't want to feel anything through next weekend. Like that's fine, yeah. as long as I don't know what you're doing or feel what you're doing. But. Um, so they got that problem solved, got the double dose of Novocaine, so I was really fucked up, <laughs> meaning the side of my face could not feel a damn thing. all over the place. But because of the process, because of the way I described it, where they make it there, there were, there were at least two times today where there was 20 or 30 minutes where I was just kind of sitting in the chair. And so after the first, or at the first break, which they told me all this, you know, there were a couple breaks. At the first break, I was like, can I use the bathroom? And so I went in the bathroom and I actually but looked at like, my... number one or number two? <laughs> No, they didn't say that. She said, take your time. So she may have thought I had to take a shit. I don't know. But, <laughs> but, um, don't lose your crown in, in the toilet. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't have it at that point I yet. Know, That's the thing. So, so I'm in there and I, I, I actually took the opportunity to look at it. And it is crazy looking to look oh, where you look used at to it? be. Oh, my God. And it's just like, it is. It's just a little nub. It's like a third the size. It's like a baby tooth. I didn't want to look at it. It freaks me out. Just thinking about it, like, weirds me out. I mean, it, I, but I, I was kind of prepared for it. I looked online <laughs> to see what the whole procedure was. So um, so that was pretty cool. And then the other thing that I think I've mentioned to you before that they, they do at my dentist is knowing I was there. You know, they told me, told me to prepare to be there for three hours. I wasn't quite there that long. But um, is they had... I could pick a DVD to watch and they give you headphones. And so while the whole procedure is going on or during these break periods, I'm just laying in the chair watching band of brothers. Cause I hadn't seen it in a long time. and just really enjoyed myself. Like just having a good old time. <laughs> and they come in and check it. You doing okay. Yeah, I'm great. Doing, doing fine. Stop uh-huh. talking to me. This is an important scene. Wait, band of brothers uh, is, that's like a mini series, right? That's the Tom Hanks, that's the World HBO, War II thing. Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg, World War II mini series. Yes. Critically acclaimed. Um, is it is it like the made for TV ago, so. version or is it? No, that's the thing. Like they have like a hundred DVDs to choose from, and some of them, that one included. I mean, there was nothing bad that ever came up in the in the part that I watched today. But you know, I mean, other than like lost limbs and yeah, some yeah. bad language. I mean, it's <laughs> but, not like this. You know, wait, they don't have, like, you're watching. You have you can choose from. <laughs> you have headphones. On, right? Yeah, they give you headphones. Yeah, <laughs> so they, they give you headphones. <laughs> Yeah, pornography would be a weird, weird flex in the dentist's office. Yeah. <laughs> Just make yourself Debbie does ease. Dallas 17, please. <laughs> yeah, can I get that uh, x-ray vest? Can you just lay that over my midsection here? I don't need you guys being distracted. <laughs> so, anyway. No, but the... Oh my God. I, at least I haven't noticed that those types of things are an option. I, I can only assume you, they're not. You didn't scan through all the titles. I didn't scan through everything. It's, it's a couple pages long. I saw at, Band of Brothers, and I was like, seemed, yeah. It's okay. seemed R at hardest. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Um, but, like, in the past, I've watched I've watched Seinfeld. I've watched The Office. You know, it's it's nice. It's just something to distract you when you're sitting there for that long of a period of time. So It's weird they have um, DVDs. You think they just, like, spring for Netflix or something. You can watch whatever you want. I mean, I guess. I don't know how it's all hooked up. Like, she literally put it in the computer. Like, they have, <laughs> you know, computer towers in each room to go along with the computers, which are linked up to the screen. So, I don't know. I don't know what the technology you know, looks like. I'm anti-physical media, so. Right. Clearly. He says with 800 records behind him. Anyway. Well, I mean, um, that's different. 
Oh, that's it. Because it's records. Because <laughs> yeah. you just want to be justified in your record <laughs> obsession. Fair enough. No um, but yeah, it was. I mean, it was well, overall. Well, if, if it uh, were the if CDs, I don't make no sense to me. But records, different. Different lift, okay. listening experience. What about um, laser discs? I mean, totally stupid, right? Yes. Same fucking thing as a record. <laughs> same no, size. But, well, same sleeve. if if the uh, if there were analog video, uh huh. Like if a film projector, I'd say it's more like that. Not super convenient, but you're show you're looking at something on actual film versus a laser disc is still basically a digital signal. It's just a lower quality one. Correct. Versus like a download. You're you're watching the same movie, one's just crappier. Right. So it's not the same thing with a record, <laughs> like an MP3. Okay, whatever. Point is, you said digital media is stupid, and there are hundreds. I of said records physical behind, media. So... <laughs> okay, physical media, whatever. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm talking sorry, about physical. video content. Anyway, yeah, but if enough. if you were watching if uh, like a VHS tape of something that you couldn't get as a digital download, I'm all for that. Then, there like, you go. there's a lot of this music I can't get on Spotify or. Right. Some of it not on YouTube even. Right. The real garbage that you listen to. Yeah. The worst of the worst. Yeah. The worst of the worst. It's hard to find sometimes. But somehow you've managed to find it. That's the achievement here that we should all take take note of. Manage to find it and pay money for it. There you go. Um, so anyway, so uh, just kind of finishing this off. So now you know I got a brand new. Papa's got a brand new tooth in his face and. So, um, you, they 3D printed yours, or they like cast it. They 3D printed it. Out of porcelain, then, or what is it made out of? Do you know? Yes, it's porcelain. It is porcelain. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, I know when they did mine, they like had like a little guide from like bright white to grossly yes. yellow. Did yes. they try to match the color with the uh, yes. 3D yes, print there did. as well? Yes, they, that was part of the process. Interesting. And it's pretty good. It's a pretty good match. <laughs> I must admit. But they didn't like that one. They they just had different like uh, material that they printed color wise. Like they had the uh, yeah. It's the 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 hygienist came up color. with almost like swatches. Like she was looking for a, a pattern for a pillow or something, and she was like, "All right, no, nah, <laughs> not so much." She looked more like an eighty-two C. I think that was the actual number, eighty-two C, whatever the hell that means. And then they punched them in the computer, and that became the, the shade. So it all worked out. For the best. It sounds like you have a fancy dentist. Uh, you know, I was skeptical when I went to this dentist because ever it's like ever since I've moved here, I've had 47 cavities. I don't even have that many teeth. And I was like, this bitch is just trying to get money out of my pocket. <laughs> but um, I think, it, you know, probably that was bound to happen whether I'd moved here or not. Yeah. And it just all kind of came crashing down at the same time. And uh, as I think I told you, I know we discussed on the spot, I went to a another dentist out here and got a oh, second, yeah, you opinion, got a second and they opinion. said the same thing. So they were like, yeah, you got and cavities everywhere. Why have you not had these looked at? <laughs> they didn't have a 3D printer. No, they, they did not. No, I don't know if they had a printer, period. <laughs> that place was a little sketchy. So. Wait, but that's I figured, your second opinion? Just some that was my ran, second opinion random. because I was like, if I go to the worst of the worst <laughs> and they say the same thing, then I know that uh, I feel confident. Their sign just says, my... we do teeth on the outside. It's got a big <laughs> pair of pliers. No, it said teeth. T-E-E-F. It actually said teeth. So, um, Keith's teeth. I felt good about that. 
Yeah. <laughs> Marquise <Keith> Morris. Is... <laughs> that's his side that's his side hustle. Marquise Morris and his yeah. and Keith's brother. Teeth. Keith's teeth. <laughs> that's actually a pretty good business plan. You should send that to him. Keith's teeth and Marcus's bus. There you go. Um so anyway, so that was an exciting uh auto exciting repair and dentistry. Yeah, why not? Get your oil changed while you're getting uh, a root canal. Your teeth a root canal. fixed. <laughs> your teeth. Getting your teeth fixed. Get your car fixed. Come on in. <clears throat> um, so while we're doing updates, we'll do one final update, and that's everyone's favorite update, especially here in the new year when so many people have New Year's resolutions to get fit, eat right, be healthier. We've gone through this routine, this charade before, so this is round two for you. Mm-hmm. Let's get the Todd fitness update. So what are we updating on? <laughs> Have um, I been to the gym since we last talked? Yes. Okay. We went both Saturday times? and Sunday. So So the and previous week... So you're, so you're a weekend warrior is what you're saying. So far, although we've sort of pledged to do me Tuesday, Thursdays, and my wife Monday, Wednesdays. Okay. Like in the evenings, because... We right. can't just leave the kids alone yet. Someone has so, to watch the kids. I understand. So that's the plan. Now, today's Wednesday and nobody's gone yet this week, so I don't know how that's going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> However, I, mean, it is I am... only the second week of the year. So. I think I may have told you I am... Um, we talked about my diet app, Noom. Yes, I'm, Noom. I'm, a big I'm, sponsor of the pod I'm last week. still holding you, strong with their program. Okay. Um, so how's that going? You're 1,400, 1,400 calories a day. 1,550, I guess, is what it is. Oh, 1,550. Uh, good. I'm staying in budget. Like tonight, um, we had ramen for dinner. <laughs> Real fancy. But the good thing yeah. about ramen, only 180 calories per bowl. So, I mean, I added oh, wow. an egg and some spinach, which ups the calories a little bit. But I had a bunch of bonus Healthy calories. Calories. So I, uh, <laughs> I had a bunch of pretzels <laughs> and oh, some geez. granola. Because I had like 600 calories left over. I was like, I mean, they say in there you can eat whatever you want. Just don't go over your calorie budget. So they're like, if you end the day and you're at like 1,200 calories, you can have a couple cookies. They don't want, they're not eliminating any food. They are they just want you to have a calorie deficit. It's a calorie count. I got you. Weight. Um, As we discussed, yeah. And the other interesting thing that they do is like, um, you can enter your exercise or it'll track your steps. Like, they have a step goal that they want you to meet and it says like today my steps were I burned like 260 calories, but it doesn't for I don't know if it does it for the steps, but for like exercise, if you exercise for 30 minutes, so you burn 400 calories or something, they only give yeah. you half of that back to your budget, your eating budget, because gotcha. they they always want you to be in a calorie deficit, so they don't want you to like burn 400 and eats and yeah. eat all that back. They're they're like you're doing this exercise. We'll, we'll always put you on the lower side yep. so that you don't go you. over your calorie budget, which is pretty interesting. That's smart. So, yeah, smart. Um, so far, I've lost about five pounds, but it's it's a long-term goal, not a short-term gain sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, I was about to say, and we know how that goes. Depending I mean, on I've only eat, been doing... Shit, well, you have to... So what, the other thing that they do is you weigh yourself at the same time first thing in the morning to try to get to make sure your readings are the same 
but they my said your weight remains the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've always heard you you're supposed to weigh yourself once a week, but their thing is like your weight will fluctuate. It's like how much water you've drank, like yep. are you dehydrated? Did you take a big shit? Do you need to take a big shit? That kind of stuff like right. can affect your weight, so they're like don't get hung up on the daily weight. Right. No, gains I, or decreases. And I, I weigh myself all the time just because the scale is conveniently placed next to the shower. And so it's like just a thing. Before I get in the shower, I just hop on the scale. And yeah, like on the weekends, if I run, you know, mid-morning and then I go and hop on the scale before I get in the shower, it's going to be much lower than when I normally run, which during the week is at nighttime because I've only had breakfast after that mid... And I've run for that mid-morning run as opposed to having two, maybe three meals uh, during the week when I weigh myself. So, um, yeah, it, it definitely fluctuates, but you're right. If I were to just weigh myself once a week, it would never be more than one or two pounds different. Um, but of course I'm not on a diet trying to lose weight. No, I mean, I think when you, what I've heard is like, if you're trying to lose weight, don't weigh yourself every day because those readings will be misleading. It'll drive you crazy. Their thing is basically like, we, we do want you to weigh it every day, but we want you to do it at the same time. And don't don't put too much credence in your day to day thing. You're looking like it graphs it out for you. So they sort of you obviously want a downward if you're trying to lose weight <laughs> trajectory. And they have like yes. a date where I'm supposed to hit like a certain goal, which is like in February I'm supposed to be down about 15 pounds or something. So we'll see. I got you. So <clears throat> is the plan then, assuming you can get on this Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday thing? To just continue with the gym, especially during the winter season, and then maybe mix it up during the the spring when you can actually get outdoors and do something? Uh, that hasn't been planned out that far, but sure. Okay. I maybe mean, this some skiing, cross training. I'd, I'd like to do that, yeah. Yeah, of course. That's still in, in the plans. Okay. Um, Exciting stuff. Yeah. Well, keep that, us up to date. That's the update. Todd. I'll, I'll keep you updated next week to see. Okay. See if we're any any progress or setbacks. A lot of mental and, tips in the Noom program, which are, which are good. Really? Such a give us an example. What's a, what's a good mental tip for someone trying to get in shape, lose some weight? Well, it's it's so this is all about like dieting. So far, I think they have. Some, I think the exercise they give you like things to read every day. Okay. Um. I think I might have said this last week. Their whole thing is uh, eating foods that are not calorie dense, so that have a lot of water in them. So, if you're going to eat 100 calories of grapes versus 100 calories of raisins, the grapes are better because they have a lot of water, which doesn't have calories, but will help to fill you up. Right. Because gotcha. they're like calories aren't exactly the same. I mean, they are as far as like what you input into your body, but some things will keep you fuller longer. A hard-boiled egg, sure. I guess, is better than a fried egg. Because I don't know why they told me, but I forgot. Um, and memorable, was, memorable tips by Noom. Yeah. And then, like the last one, they had some more things about like um, again, calories aren't all the same. So like eating, I mean, a lot of people know this. Like protein fills you up more than like carbohydrates. So you don't want to get that spike yeah. in your blood sugar and then drop. You want to have a more even sort of blood sugar range 
So, gotcha. um, and then they ha- they talk about some psychological things, like what are your triggers, like why do you snack, and it's different for everybody. Like I usually eat because I'm bored. Yeah. I'm just like I don't have anything to do. I'm gonna eat like a whole shit ton of pretzels. <laughs> Which, <laughs> so they 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 just it's it's a lot of like mindfulness. Like, just think about it before you do that. Like and then recognize this is one of the times that I'm that I know that I will snack just because it's like late at night and I'm like I kind of want to I kind of a little taste for something and I don't really need to eat I'm not hungry but I kind of want to eat right. something and so they're like you know, it's not that you can't eat but like here reconsider your snacks and just know that that's a trigger that you have um, and then other people like people asking you questions oh is that enough for you or is that, are you going to be hungry like people do have asked me that is that is that, is that going to fill you up it's like don't yeah. you know don't let that sway you and be like, oh yeah, I should be eating like a bunch more stuff. More. Like, you don't need it. You'll be all right. I like I like the tip of think about it before you eat because I can just <laughs> picture you going, all right, yep, still gonna eat pretzels. Might as well. <laughs> Made up my mind. I mean, it, it is it is it, all a willpower it. thing. Yeah, I have so far so good. So I'm trying to overcome some of that stuff. Yeah, that's that's a lifelong one. The pretzels, my god. That is one of their things. They say that it's this isn't like a diet to drop weight. This is sort of a lifestyle change. They're trying to get you to think about. Sure. I assume, I mean, I know that I'm not going to be counting my calories for the rest of my life. But if I, if I have an idea of like how much food I need, and I get used to eating that quantity, after a while, I can just eat food without entering it in and seeing if I'm over. And like I know that I eating half a pizza is <laughs> not going to work, but I could have like. No a couple of pieces like once a week it's not going to kill me right as we've discussed that's a mandate yeah i got the diet has to include pizza right because yeah no i of course you get used to it i mean same thing with with measuring out insulin quantities yeah like, like i don't you think know about that if you what eat i a certain thing it it's x units or yeah. versus if you eat something else it's y units you know same concept there i mean i'm not always right on that but i have a pretty good ballpark right. gauge i will say sure. since i've been on this diet i've used much less insulin because i've been eating a lot fewer carbs well because we talked about like they're a lot higher in calor- caloric right density with not keeping that would full be the case long. yeah that would be how that works um okay well good we'll continue asking about that every single week is it time for uh, name your price it is time for Name Your Price, everybody's favorite podcast show, game show. It's time for Name Your Price, right here on the Bro Pub with Scott and Todd. What an amazing theme song that was. Okay, so let's move forward. Uh, so this week's Name Your Price is, you're going you're gonna to say to yourself, or to me, we've already done this, <laughs> but we haven't. This, was actually, this is actually a new one. It, yet again, actually, it did happen. It was a bet that two poker players made with each other. Um, and it was made back in mid-November, and the bet took place in the month of December. I won't tell you the outcome until we're done talking about it here. But, um, so the bet was mm-hmm. very similar to the one that we've done before, but this time, a guy had to live in a Las Vegas bathroom. We've done this one before. We have not done this one before. I'm joking with you. In solitary, meaning no devices, no phone, no TV, no nothing, and in total darkness for one month. Is that the month. wrinkle? What was the other one? 
The other one was like is... food, wasn't it? No, the other no, the other one was the same thing. Had to live in a, in, a, in a Las Vegas bathroom, but he had light, and he also had a television. So what's wrong with these people? Why are they such like masochists and sadists? Yeah, that's it's total. <laughs> it's a totally sadist move. The darkness <laughs> thing is insane. So, um, the article that I read about the guy that that you know ended up doing the bet. This is like, for a month. Like for a month. And so was the, the food thing. delivered in darkness to him? The food was delivered in darkness, and it was intentionally delivered at different times every day so that he didn't know how long he'd been in there. So he didn't have a watch either. There's no, no timekeeping. Nothing. nothing at all. Complete okay. darkness. No devices of any kind. Shirt, pants, socks. He had a little bed. Obviously, there was a, a toilet in there and a shower and a little refrigerator. Some serious mindfuckery. Um, Did they take the light out of the refrigerator? They took the light out of the refrigerator. They blacked out the room so that even when the food was delivered, like even when the door creaked open, there was no light that came in. Um, and again, the bet was to do it for a month. Now, I will tell you that the bet that this guy did was for $100,000 for a month. And he didn't actually make it. He made it like... 16 Four days, days, I think, or 18 days. <laughs> and the guy that made the bet with him longer. bought him out for like 63 grand. So he made 63 grand for 18 days. So the question, as per the game name your price, <clears throat> what would your price be for one month in solitary? This is assuming you could even do it. Let's answer that question first. And then secondarily, if you think you could, what would be your price? No, couldn't. I. That's like fucking torture. I think most people would go insane after a month. Or you'd have some so, kind of mental breakdown. Like, I can't believe that guy made it two plus 18 weeks. days. Yeah, so what ended up happening is <clears throat> halfway through, the guy who had made the bet with him did the food delivery that day and talked to him for a couple of minutes and said, you know, I'm going to let you know you're halfway through right now. Because, again, up to that point, the guy had no idea how long he... I mean, he probably had some idea, but he didn't know exactly how long he'd been in there. And he tried to buy him out then for like 25000 or something. And this kid is just super stubborn. He's like, no, I'm not going to let you do it. But then a few days later, I guess they, they'd been monitoring him with a night camera. And like his behavior started to get a little weird. Yeah. So the guy came back. <laughs> the guy came back a few days later and was like, look, man, you know, I don't want you, you know, we're friends. I don't want you to get hurt. And tried to buy him out again. And he passed it down or he passed on it the second time. And the third time, which was like the next day. He said, how about 60, I think it was 62.5. And the kid said, all right, I'll take it. Um, but they brought him out. Like it took, he took 48 hours to readjust. Like he, they brought him into the room with like a little bit of light. And then every six hours they added a little more light into the room. Um, but he said that it was, it was a pretty decent mind fuck for sure. Like he was. Um, yeah. I... He, he started hearing voices, and, you know, all the stuff that you hear about when people are in solitary confinement, not in pitch black, but solitary confinement and in prison and, you know, prisoners of war or stuff like that. So. I mean, that that's that level of sensory deprivation is just like not good for you. Be crazy. It'd be you're, totally crazy. You're not a mole. You should be living like that. Right. Yeah, I agree. So, okay. So, so we'll alter the name of your price. And instead of a price, how long do you think you can make it? Six I hours? Mean, I was going to say maybe <laughs> three or four days. <laughs> Really? I mean, I, I'm sure. Like, I'm really impressed that guy made it a couple weeks. I, 
Yeah. You have no sense of time. What the fuck are you doing? Like that's got to be the. I feel like twenty four hours would feel like an eternity. See, that's 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 the craziest part too. Is <clears throat> all right. Let's say everything was the same that I just described, but you had like you could at least like journal or like write something. Yeah, but you, you could draw really or anything. read a book or something. Like yeah, getting rid you of the device. Write anything because if you had some something to do, like even just. They're like, here's, you can listen to whatever music you want, and yeah. we'll give you, pick out 50 books, and we'll let you, you know, read those. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I could last for maybe a month doing that. I'd probably still... I could make... last for six months doing that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That'd be like a vacation. That'd be great. I mean, I'd still, like, not just light. I'd need, like, daylight. You'd need that some, like, circadian rhythm thing to figure right, out where right. you are. But... Right. I mean, the isolation would still get to you, I think, but the uh, the total darkness and nothing to do, like that's, I don't, I don't think anybody, I don't, I don't think anyone definitely should do that, but I certainly sure. couldn't do that. I think, yeah, yes. total blackout. I think it could last maybe three days. First of all, that, that's a good point. Let's make that very clear. The Bropod, uh, Bropod Scott and Todd does not condone anyone trying this. Yeah, don't do this because. This is stupid. It could have serious repercussions. It's not worth a hundred thousand um, dollars. So I, I was thinking, I was thinking that my price, just to go back to the original game, would probably be a half million to try to do it for a month. But I agree with you. I don't think I could make it that far. And I think after about a week, I would start to really go a little bananas. I think I could make <laughs> a week though, if I absolutely had to. Because like we just talked about the last time we had this very similar s- scenario, I think you were saying that you would be able to train your body to try to sleep like 16, 18 hours a day, which I don't think would work for multiple days in a row, but I think one or two of those days you could sleep most of the day through. Yeah, it's Especially true. if it's totally pitch black. But then the problem is you get up and it's like you're not getting up. Yeah, that's the problem up, with the pitch black. You're still sitting in complete darkness. If you could control the lighting, you could, you could sleep. I could probably sleep for 14 hours once or twice, but if, if yeah. I can't, if, <laughs> if I wake up, then you, then you start to get into that like disorientation and you don't know like did I sleep half an hour or did I sleep 25 hours right. I have no idea Right. I'm sort of hungry but not that's really a, that's the other <laughs> difficulty he never knew how long he'd been sleeping like anytime he woke up he's like you know all of us are so used to checking our phones or checking our watches or looking at the sun the sunlight in the room he had none of those cues yeah I mean honestly when, so insane. when I wake up in the morning I mean, I'm, I'm usually awoken by either my children or my wife, but right. I'm always like, oh, is it time to get up? Like, it doesn't, my, I, it's very rare that I wake up and be like, oh, I'm just waking up from a good night's sleep. I mean, I think most people nowadays, right. you have to, especially during a work day, you're waking up via alarm. Yeah, you're course. not just like naturally rising because you finished your sleeping. No. That doesn't happen no very often. Yeah. No one's a farmer like that anymore, except for maybe the farmers out there. Um, so, okay. Well, fair enough. That's one to think about. Want to talk about it around the old uh, water cooler at work. <laughs> See if anyone has a price. Don't do it. Quote. Please don't do this. And, and encourage people not to do it, obviously. If you're going to wager, wager for a max of 72 hours, I'd say. Right. And just name and a price that. for that time. Probably questionable, too. Yeah, so. and be careful. if you. Yeah, just don't. Because the, the whole it. readjusting to the light, like, I feel like you could fuck yeah. yourself up pretty bad doing that, too. Crazy. 
Totally crazy. Those poker players will do anything. So, um, anyway, okay. So I think we'll call it a pod there. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's coming up next week because I haven't thought about next week. We barely had anything for this week. So <laughs> look at that. 75 minutes we later. Some, we had some excellent content. So, we talked about I know. new metal, Limp Bizkit, Ding Dongs, and Ho-Hos. And Ding Dongs. I, I mean, what more do you need? Ding Dongs and Ho-Hos make the world go around. So in any event. Um, so thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Join us next week when we'll do some more raucous cavity and discussion of food and ding-dongs and ho-hos right here on the BroPod Network. Um, check us out on Spotify, iTunes. Give us a like, share, subscribe. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. Send us an email, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. And uh, help us add content to the show. Why not? Yeah, we love uh, our listener questions. We do love the listener questions, listener feedback. Always appreciated, even negative. We can learn, we can make the show better. Keep you as a listener. That's our number one objective. So, until next week. Peace. See ya.